You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So we have Catherine Mayer, who is an actress in New York City who has appeared in television shows such as The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Evil Lies Here on Investigation Discovery. She also graduated from the New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts in May 2020. And in addition to all that, she, you know what I'm going to say, grew up in the same town as me. Hi, Catherine. Hello. How are you? I am doing so well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So can you start out by talking about how you got to where you are? All right. So... I took the very long scenic route. (laughs) Um, I did not grow up in doing theater, um, but uh, I started doing theater when I was a freshman in high school um, in small town Boonville, Indiana. Um, And that's actually where I met my husband was in uh, theater in high school. And we, We did theater and then after I graduated high school, um, I didn't go the traditional route into college. I worked with a nonprofit uh, where I volunteered and traveled. And then we came home and worked and got married. And then we ended up actually um, moving to Kona, Hawaii and worked with the film school that my husband had attended. Um, I took their, they have a, an acting for the screen program. So I took their acting for the screen program, helped work with the acting side a little bit. Um, and then while he was there, he, he worked for a show. So they, with that show, they actually brought us to New York City. Um, and so we moved to New York after living in Kona for like five years. And, uh, then I auditioned for TV, got some TV work. Um, but the whole time I was on set, I was just like, I just want to sing my lines. (laughs) I just want to sing. So, um, I went back to school for musical theater and graduated 2020 and here I am so is your focus now more on the stage since you went into the musical theater program or are you still interested in film so I would love to be able to just have all of my work be from theater musical theater straight plays uh right now with the pandemic we don't know 
what's happening, obviously. Um, things are, you know, especially here in New York, um, a lot of things are shut down still. Um, so I would, I would love to focus mainly on theater, but I think realistically, um, I will also still be involved with TV and film. Um, and kind of at the end of the day, acting is acting and storytelling is storytelling. So. Yeah. So a question I ask every single person that grew up where my home is, do you think that growing up in the Midwest has held you back from anything or made it more difficult to get to where you are? Hmm. I think, I don't think so, actually. Um, I think, if anything, I think it's enhanced some, some of my professional life. Um, in regards to being an artist and being a storyteller, um, I do kind of, I have an understanding of some small town aspects or um, things that are a little bit more um, agricultural or rural um, that growing up in a city, you wouldn't have that real life experience to, to draw upon. Um, I think you can put yourself in a bubble no matter where you live. And I think as long as you are like seeking and searching and, and wanting to learn and learn more about the, the world that you live in, I don't know that it matters so much about living in a small town. Was it unnerving graduating into a career that was shut down due to the pandemic and trying to find a job? <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, I was actually a part of my school's first graduating class in their musical theater program. Um, they have been in film and TV for about 20 years and um, expanded into musical theater. And I was a part of their first graduating class. We went on spring break. They sent us home for spring break a day early and I never went back. I never went back inside my school. Um, we finished our classes through Zoom. Um, we <laughs> didn't have a, a graduation ceremony. We were slated to um, have a, instead of doing a showcase, uh, which is pretty typical at the end, once you graduate uh, undergrad for um, any performance, um, you usually will go and do a showcase and agents can come and, and see you perform and stuff. Um, we were actually going to be doing a full production of a show and that got canceled as well. We did do a, um, a live stream with um, the New York Theater Barn. They're uh, really well known here in the city for producing a lot of new works. So it was really exciting because we, got, we did get to work on some unproduced um, material and got to meet the composers and stuff. But um, all of the formalities that you get at finishing this this program were were kind of canceled. So, so you know, you you get geared up and taught about how the industry works and how you can launch yourself into this industry and go on auditions and hit the open calls and all these things. But, you know, when I graduated last May, 
nothing was happening. Um, nobody knew if the virus was going to last the whole season uh, and, and what was going to happen. So it was a lot of like waiting and hoping that things would open back up and um, a lot of confusion, really. So with all of that going wrong and getting canceled, what do you think is the best part of quarantine as an artist? For me, it has really been beneficial to be able to focus on, um, gosh, it sounds very egocentric, but um, <laughs> to be able to focus on myself as an artist. Um, and I mean this in the way that, you know, when, you know, you meet with casting directors and these, you know, seminars at school and stuff, a lot of them tell you, you know, don't try to guess what what these casting directors at your auditions want because you don't know. The best thing is to go out there and be the best version of yourself. And I think that that was something that the pandemic kind of stripped away of like, you don't know what's happening. Nobody knows what's happening. And so really all you can present is this best version of yourself. And that's something that I have been able to focus on a little bit, um, not just in performing, but trying to explore where else in the industry I can focus on as an artist and a storyteller. So I'm dying to know, what's your favorite show ever? My favorite show ever? Oh gosh. Okay, so it's a little off the beaten beaten path, but I really love Grey Gardens. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it is absolutely fantastic. It is based off of a real life documentary about um, Jackie Kennedy Onassis had this aunt, this eccentric aunt and cousin that lived out on Long Island. And it's this um, documentary in the 70s about their life living in this sort of dilapidated mansion with like 40 cats and it stars Christine Abersole and I would highly recommend it. Uh, you can actually find a um, <coughs> bootleg <coughs> version <laughs> on YouTube, um, but it's fantastic. You should, you should definitely watch it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, so what tips do you have for actors going through school virtually right now? I would recommend um, one thing I've noticed through school and through doing self tapes here at home is that um, you can kind of stay in this sort of removed, relaxed version of yourself um, versus when you're physically in the classroom or physically in the audition room um, giving it 100% on top of all of the busyness and dealing with the technical issues of, of doing classes over zoom or, or Google classroom or whatever, set a routine, even if it is 
walking, if you're staying in dorms or at your parents' house, just walking around the block once and then coming inside and getting yourself in the mindset of really sitting down and focusing and doing this because you only benefit from how much you put into even your schoolwork. And if you are able to get yourself out of the I'm at home mindset and get yourself into this, I'm at school, I'm here to build a foundation for my craft, that's only going to benefit you in the long run. And it will be a habit you can carry over once you graduate and start doing self-tapes, which by the way, probably aren't going anywhere. Self-tapes are definitely here to stay. What's it like walking down Broadway with all the theaters dark and no hustle for last minute tickets? It is very surreal. It is, it is extremely surreal. Um, there's, it's, it's very strange because it's, it's saddening on, on one side to, to see all of these shows closed and um, friends that, that were in these shows out of work. Um, but then on the other hand, it makes me very hopeful and very encouraged in the camaraderie and the community in this industry and how everyone, no, no, matter, no matter your experience level, especially in, in the theaters in live theater, really, really support each other and reach out to each other. And so it's been, um, I don't know. It's 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 been a little of a double-edged sword, I guess, of of being sad, being surreal that it's not like, you know, usually Times Square. Um, you have to kind of elbow your way through, and um, the fact that there's, you know, you can walk down the sidewalk with both arms stretched out and not touch anyone um, is very surreal. But on the other hand, it's it's hopeful for what the industry and how the industry is going to be when it comes back. So as an artist and as a student, what was the best advice you got? Um, so the one thing that I said earlier is that um, you really are enough. Who you are and your life experience up to this point and your perspective on things is enough. You don't have to try bring something that is going to be overarching and reaching. Now, that doesn't mean that you should sit back on your heels and, and not try. You do really need to be bring 100%, but who you are as a person is enough. And the second thing um, was actually told to us by the uh, president of the school that I graduated from, um, he said, never miss an opportunity to shut up, which sounds really harsh, but um, really I've played it in my mind because you never know, we as people, a lot of times wait just for our turn to talk rather than truly listening to what people have to say. And you can learn a lot just by listening. Would you say you've benefited more from the education you got or the experience if you've had? Oh, um, you know, I think, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, 
a good example is that, you know, when we moved here to the city, um, I was doing TV, film auditions. I was getting some work. Um, I had gone through the film acting training in Hawaii and I had a good grasp on that. And I had had some classical vocal training when I was a teenager. Um, but if I had not gone through my program at school, I would not have been prepared for these musical theater auditions here in the city whatsoever. My vocal technique was not up to what it should have been. Um, I was approaching things a little bit from a film acting perspective, which is just a different focus of energy from, from live theater. And um, I really didn't have, I had pieces of a foundation, but I didn't have a cohesive foundation in order for me to be able to spring into these auditions. So I will, I, I'm sure it's frustrating and I'm sure that you get like <laughs> a lot of people saying that it really is both. Um, I think having some experience before I went into school gave me a little bit more of an understanding of the inner workings of the industry and what the work ethic expectations are. But I don't know that I would feel as prepared and I don't know how long I would make it if I didn't have the foundation of my education. How have you been spending your time during quarantine? I have been trying to just keep up on um, everything that I was working on in school, um, setting new new voice goals and um, working on, um, I have like this uh, membership for uh, learning dances from choreographers um, because dancing is the thing that I have to work the hardest at. So um, I'm trying to keep up on that. Um, unfortunately, my neighbors underneath us aren't very <laughs> appreciative of that living in living in New York in an apartment. But um, yeah, just trying to keep up on on the skills that I learned in school. And like I said earlier, trying to broaden my scope a little bit as to how else I will want to look into telling stories in this industry. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up this episode? I really just, I just want to say that I think that it is very important to really learn and appreciate where you are and to just take that with you in your future goal. That sounds very basic, but I think that um, taking our experiences with us can really just help to emphasize us as performers. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very appreciative that you included me in this. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor, and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. 
Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.